0: The long awaited episode talking about my failed launch. I went live yesterday, so at the time of recording it, it's October 3rd, but I went live yesterday talking about the Mission Income Launch, what I've learned, and everything around that. And I wanted something to exist in a permanent place for y'all that you could just listen to because I think there is a lot of gold nuggets inside of that live. And instead of me just reposting the live because it was live and it wasn't the most organized, we're just going to dive into it. So for those of you who don't know, I spent the month of September promoting a 10, 11 week mastermind. And I had seven spots. I ended up filling three spots. I actually filled one yesterday after my live talking about how my launch was failing. And this is my second quote unquote failed launch. So we're going to kind of talk about it, talk about how buyer behavior has changed. I have a more in-depth episode about buyer behavior economics and those types of things coming because there are some uneducated folks out there talking about it and I should use that degree that my great aunt paid for and talk about economics because for those of you who don't know that is actually what I minored in but that's not the point of this episode today. So we are going to break down my first mastermind launch and why it did so well. We're going to talk about timelines and content, and maybe even dig into some of the posts. I know this is very audio-based, so we're not looking at it together. I'm going to do my best to clue you in and kind of talk about it. I am going to give you some insight into you. We're going to have some personal exploration about what I've learned about my own audience. And we're going to talk about mindset. So before I ramble at 15 million miles a minute, I'm going to take a deep breath. We're all going to do it together. Ready? okay let's set the stage if you were not around in 2020 you did not experience 100k in 90 days and how I created 100k in sales in 90 days so you did not experience my first mastermind launch my first mastermind was called flourish and thrive after RIP flourish and thrive the group program that I launched during COVID and that launch was phenomenal and I have been trying to recreate that launch for two years with a mastermind. But you know what I haven't thought about is why that launch was so successful. So if you were in my world in 2020, you know that like it was hotter than it is now. It's it's hot, but it was hot. And coming off the scale to 5K launch and coming off that launch that had so much visibility, people felt like it was everywhere. We were all in our house. We were just working all summer. I do a back-end mastermind, I talk about the offer once, it's a $45,000 launch, right? And on paper, that's so successful, but you know what I never talked about is why it was so successful. So I had done a summer of intensives, I had one-on-one clients funneling into it, and that program did well because I had such a large lead pool coming into it. Now, the online space is going to be like, the word lead is gross and I don't use that. I am never going to gatekeep jargon with y'all because I want you to be able to, if you decide to leave the online space, be able to have an intelligent conversation with somebody who works in marketing and have these conversations that is really important because what a lot of people don't realize is by demonizing words and jargon we're actually we're actually using some of the cult mechanics that some people actually use to start cults which I could do a whole episode about that if y'all want it send me a dm just send the word cults and I'll talk about marketing and not how to build a cult like following because I don't say that anymore but I don't want you all to ever feel stupid and I want you to, as you continue to grow, if you decide to ever leave the online space, be able to have conversations with marketing professionals outside of the female online coaching space. When I talk about lead pool, what I'm talking about is the people who are really good fits for the program and who could go into it. And on top of this massive lead pool, I had had a lot of visibility coming off this very successful launch. I had people from scale to 5k funneling into the mastermind. My business was in a very different place than it is now, being less visible, but still having that opportunity. And that's how I ended up signing all those clients as I funneled them in from one-on-one scale to 5k and some other places. And I was having back-end conversations, but the sales was easier because these were people who I had built rapport with and the rapport was already there. So it wasn't the same experience that I had and then 100k in 90 days kind of lined up with it and it was like holy shit look at sales and how fun and flowy it can be. I want to acknowledge something though that I haven't publicly talked about that I have gained more awareness around and if you have been watching on stories I actually just went back on my Prozac. We love a mental health queen and for me that was a part of this launch was coming back and realizing like hey, I can kind of raw dog this by myself, but I don't really want to. I want the support of medication, but the thing I want to call out specifically is how the brand has transformed based on influence and where the brand's coming back. You know, in 2020, I had the same kind of brand that I have now. I haven't really changed a lot as a person in the way that I dress or my casual aesthetic, like I'm from Colorado, this is how we are. We are very casual. And I've always had a casual approach to sales. I felt a lot of pressure in 2021 and 2022. And some of the coaches I've worked with to have this more polished presence. The thing about me, though, is that like, I am not a blazer girly. And More power to y'all. I don't actually hate blazers. Blazers are super cute and they're fashionable, but like you're not going to find a blazer in my closet. I'm not going to get on a call fully dressed in the way that some other people do. And that is a part of the essence that I feel like got lost in my brand because I kept trying to want to polish it up and be that seven figure CEO and not actually realize that seven figure CEOs aren't really based on aesthetic. It's more of how you're operating with your business. And so that is also a part of where I feel like launching in sales has felt harder. But with the CSS launch last year, it felt easier is because when I am me and I am true to myself and I am casual and I am fun and we are vibrant and we're just like shooting the shit, it stands out so much in the market that is sales because there's a lot of shame and still a lot of you need to be this professional, wear makeup, have a blazer type attitude and This is not me bashing people. I know some people are going to take it that way. It's if that is not in your personality, don't feel like you have to transform into that person to start signing clients. And that is a part of the personal branding piece that I feel like I've lost. And just with, you know, business and, you know, there's things that happen behind the scenes that I don't talk about. There's a part of me that lost that essence, and that's where launching has felt so hard because I have a lot of people who connect with me just being who I am, and the results are cool, right? In their minds, they're like, cool, I want to make a lot of money, but they want safety and belonging, and that is so important when you're going on any journey inside of business and life and marketing, and that's something that a lot of people I don't think are really talking about with this back to beige branding that a lot of people did in 2021. And now we're coming out of this kind of like beige haze where a lot of people, that's not what their house is like. You know, my house is not beige. My house is in blues and greens and it's very different feel. And it's, that's where some people I feel like didn't connect with me is because I was trying to be something that I'm never going to be. I also feel that same pressure that a lot of you feel to be more professional, to be different and exploring recently starting to get on LinkedIn because you should always explore marketing channels and where is your ideal client hanging out. I realized that you are an expert and you are professional and professionalism again isn't attached to a blazer. It's how you carry yourself and how you approach situations and there are so many people out there who are not going to judge you and there are people who are going to judge you based on your aesthetic and understanding the people who value the aesthetic aren't your clients if that's not your aesthetic and that's okay. So that's a little, it's a little tangent, but I think it is really important to talking about this. So Mission Income was a newer offer that I had not launched and not having a mastermind and actively talking about a mastermind definitely changed my business because It's different when you have an active mastermind, you're relaunching it, you're talking about it, and they have awareness. Now, what I've learned about y'all, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the majority of people who hang out in my audience are looking to make their first 5k. They're struggling with sales. And if we're being completely and fully transparent, money may be tight. I'm not going to shame you for not having millions of dollars saved. I'm not going to shame you that this economy is cuckoo bananas and like, holy cow the price of food y'all like I'm about to like sell my eggs or something just kidding I don't think you can do that with depression but that is what I learned about this and I learned that my audience is composed of driver buyers y'all want results and let's say holla we love some good results the other thing is is that you want to have that connection and that feel towards me and so launching a program that Didn't have a program feeding into it, so I don't have a lot of people who are graduating out of scale to 5K in October. They graduate more in December and January. That was the first piece of it. The second piece was just awareness around it, and that kind of ties into talking about timelines. Six weeks is not enough for a new offer, and for me, something that I'm actually bringing back next year is doing more launch timelines. I have done Evergreen for two years and while I enjoy selling every single day and sales doesn't just have to be a program, I'm kind of burnt out on Evergreen if we're being honest. I'm kind of like, fuck the Evergreen. <laughs> it's a lot harder and I kind of want to bring launch cycles back. I was talking to my friend Addison. She was on the pod. If y'all don't know Addison, she oh I I just love her so much and it's so important to have people in your corner who are doing the same things that you're doing like, I love my family and I love my non-business friends, but they don't understand it. Sometimes we're having someone's in there and I was talking about how I like the start and stop of launching and I like people all starting together and the excitement of it. And when you have that longer timeline, I get to play with my audience more. Y'all I miss playing with you. I miss teasing out offers. I miss knowing something and you guys don't know what's coming and having so much fun with it and This is something that I wanted to transition to Evergreen because I wanted consistent income because I was feeling so burnt out with launching. And there is a happy medium between both. But if we're being 100% honest, I want to be able to take some time off selling and not be trying to fill those last spots and not doing it. And if you feel the same way and you're like, maybe I need to go back to launching. Maybe I need to like fix my relationship with it. So it's not like that shitty ex-boyfriend who we all know And we all play the what if fig tree analogy if you are on TikTok, if you know, you know. But I think there is a way to be able to launch. And I think that 2024 is going to incorporate more opportunity for rest. Having a longer timeline, I actually did end up extending the launch and that's how I signed a client, made me also realize and be more aware around pricing and the consumer Scale the 5K is an easy sell, y'all. I'm going to be honest with you. When you hold the trademark, when you know the shit, and you're like, let's fucking go. Let's make 5K. It's been an easier sell. And I am the 5K girly. If you want to make 5K in your business, I'm here for you. But when we're moving beyond that, there does have to be a bigger awareness. And it is a different kind of sell because sometimes with that, people, one, have a false sense of confidence. And it's normal. It's normal as a business owner to be able to say, okay, I got 5k or I've done 6k, 10k can't be that hard and not realizing that when you're strategically scaling a business, there's other things going on and there's more thought to be put into it. The other thing is, and that false sense of confidence is actually human behavior. It's not wrong. Don't be shamed for that. That is actually how we create evolutionary progress is by being able to try things and feeling good about it and taking action and those types of things. The other thing is, is speaking to selling a group program versus a mastermind it's completely different. It is completely different. And that was something where I did not lean into the things that I needed to talk more about, about my own mastermind experience. And some of the like deep seated wounds that I've healed being in a mastermind, I'm gonna take a quick sip. I feel like I've been talking for 10 years. If you didn't know, we don't actually uh, edit the podcast because I don't feel like editing them. And that may make a different experience. Some people hate it. I've heard some people. Some people love it. But... That was the thing too, with a longer timeline, I wish I would have thought more about my marketing and kind of framed it and pivoted it so that I was talking more about my mastermind experiences. Now, I'm not actively in a mastermind right now. I have plans in 2024 to join a mastermind and get back in that room because God, you grow in a room like that. And that was something that I feel like I did not talk about and I should have talked about more there is an emotional side of marketing that is non-manipulative that is storytelling. And for the consumer, for you guys who are listening, I think there's so much more that you can share about you and this journey and this business that you're growing. You know, I'm in year four and I've had a lot of stuff happen over the last couple of years. I've had a lot of personal development. You know, my personality isn't different. I've always been this kind of casual person, But I've learned a lot and I've sat in some really cool rooms and I've done some really cool things. And one of the things that I didn't talk about in this launch and I should have was how much power being in a mastermind is and how healing it is and just how incredible women are when you start healing that woman to woman, you know, wound that a lot of us carry inside the online space and that was something that I shared about a little bit. And I wish I would have expanded more on that because there's a lot of fear around getting in a room of a bunch of women that you don't know. And a lot of the ideals we've been taught around competition and those types of things. Am I going to be launching another mastermind? Oh, fuck yeah. I actually sat down and did my annual planning yesterday. Hulla! This is the first time I've done it and I actually sat down and did annual planning for next year more detailed and then I set up the next couple of years in business to see how it is because getting into your fourth year, which that's where I'm at right now, I am really blessed in the opportunity that I can be able to start thinking ahead and focus more on building an audience because I've nailed down the selling part. It's the audience part that I need. Will I be launching Mission Income again? Yes. And stay tuned because we'll do a wait list. That'll give you an opportunity. There are going to be limited spots as always. And there will be a full six-month mastermind coming in 2024 where we really go deep. We spend more time together. You spend more time with the women that you're in. And 100% yes, there's going to be an in-person retreat. Let's stop hosting masterminds without fucking retreats. That is the biggest thing that I think people are missing out on retreats. So before I end this out, I want to talk about beliefs and how they influence what you do. This is like the most chaotic recording ever because I literally just had to take a bathroom break in the middle of it. Beliefs. What you believe is how you will act. And for me, I just had this internal belief that like I could never launch a mastermind. I could never do it. That it was a one-time thing. It was a fluke. And The problem with that is when you carry that and hold that belief, you're going to just confirm it. Your brain works on confirmation bias where it takes information and it just proves it back and forth where it's like, okay, we're not getting the results. This is the belief that's backing this and it continues to do this game back and forth. Your beliefs have to upgrade for you to grow your business. And for a lot of people, that's a scary thought to start working into it it's not as scary as you think it is. It's not as bad as you think it is. And that's where starting to do some of this work and getting back into a mindset container, which I'm looking at 2024, doing more hypnotherapy, really focusing on that subconscious reprogramming is going to change how my business looks and how your business looks. And so if you are someone who is doing all of the things and it's not working out, I would encourage actually go listen to the episode that we did with Addison. Actually reach out to Addison because she is incredible. So that is my last piece. I hope you liked this longer episode and I'll see you in the next one, y'all.